Today's daf is Kedushin daf Mem Gimel, and we are 25 lines from the bottom of daf Mem Beis, Amid Beis, V'hadet Tanan. Today's daf is being learned as a schus refuah shalema for Yosi ben Rachel. So we're in the middle of the first sugya of the second parak of Masechtes Kedushin, the sugya of Shlichos. Today's daf is going to deal primarily with one se'if katan within the world of shlichos, and secondarily, it's going to deal with another se'if katan in the world of shlichos. The primary topic of today's daf, only because it's longer, is the sugya of ein shlich Vera, and then the second part of today's daf, albeit shorter, is the sugya of shliach nasa'ed, or ein shliach so the parak began. Ha'ish mekadesh ba'u b'shluchay. Ha'isha miskadeshes ba'u b'shlucha. Ha'ish mekadeshes bita kishehi naira ba'u b'shluchay. All sad kedushin can happen ayudei shliach. The Gemara said shlichos minalon. From our Mishnah, it's clearly implied that a person can execute a transaction by himself, or he can appoint an agent. He can appoint a shliach, give someone power of attorney to do it on his behalf. It's a chiddush, and as a result, it requires a source. And the Gemara's question was, how do we know this idea, this concept of shluchay shaladim kemoisay? And what emerged from the first two dafin is that there are really three makayrus to shluchay shaladim kemoisay. The first is in the parish of Gerushim. The Torah says not just once, but but twice that when a man divorces his wife, the and from the word the we learn that a man can divorce his wife, even From the Mapake, we learn that the woman can accept the get From the fact that the Torah says the word the twice, we learn that Shliach And if the Torah said by Gerishin there's a parish of Shlichos, we know that by Kedushin there's also going to be a parish of Shlichos. But the bottom line is from the word Vishulcha, we learned the concept of Shlucha Shaladim Kemoise. Another Makar that emerged from the Sugi is in the parish of Truma. It says, Kain Torimu Gam Atem Truma Sashem. Not just you, but also you can be Mafresh Truma. Also you, who's the other person that we're implying can be Mafresh Truma? Mikan, from here you see that one can be mafresh truma, and the third makar that emerged was a pasik that talks about the carbon Pesach, where it says in the Torah, and the Gemara said, all of Adas B'nei Yisrael are going to shech the carbon Pesach, how's that possible? Elamai must be that one person can shech, and when he does so, it's nechshav as if kol Adas B'nei Yisrael actually brought the carbon Pesach. But the bottom line is, this is the rule, Everybody knows this. Shluchai shall Adam Kemaisai. So with that backdrop, today's daf begins with Akasha. We learned in a Mishnah, and this Mishnah is in Perak HaKoynes. It's in Mesech Tzbavakamo. If somebody takes a Be'ero, he takes a fire, and he gives it to a Chere Shaita, Cotton, and he says, just run with it, literally. In the event that the cherit shoyt of a cotton caused damage by doing something with this be'era, the mishaleach, the one that sent him, is going to be potter midine yadam. However, he's going to be chayev bedine shemay. The reason he's potter bedine yadam is because he himself didn't cause any damage, meaning he didn't 
take the fire and burn somebody's field. He gave it to a cherishite of a cotton who took the fire and burned somebody's field. But being that the Mishalech himself was not the Masik, so therefore he's Potter Midinayotim. He's Chayiv Midinay Shemayim because although he himself was a Masik, but he was Goyrim Hazik, Grama Benazakin, Potter Midinayotim, Chayiv Midinay Shemayim. And that's why if someone Shaleach, a Be'era, Biyad Cherashite of a Katan, he's Potter Midinayotim because he was a Masik, he's Chayiv Midinay Shemayim because he's a Grama Benazakin. Shilach Biyad Pikeach. What would be if this person, he gave the Be'era not to a Cherashite of a Katan, but he gave it to a Pikeach, he gave it to someone that is not a Cherash, he's not a Shaita, he's not a Katan. In that case, the pikeach is going to be chayef. Meaning, it sounds like the mishaleach is off the hook, but the pikeach himself is going to be chayef. Why? The pikeach was mazik, and as a result, he now is responsible for any damage that he caused. What's the Gemara's kasha? It sounds like the shaleach literally made a shliach and said, please take this be'era and... Do something with it. If that's the case, why don't we look at the pikeach as being a shliach of the one who sent him and say, and if that's the case, who should be chayef? Not the pikeach, but the shleach. Meaning the Mishalech, he's the one that should be chayef. Fate the Gemara, that my name is Shluchesh Aladim Kemoisai, Abam Bekasha, if a Ishmaqadish boy of Shluchesh, Shluchesh Aladim Kemoisai, you see it in Gerishan, you see it in Truma, you see it in Shechitas Karben Pesach. So why is it something that doesn't transcend into the world of Bavakama and say that if somebody made a shliach to take a be'era, then it's the mishaleach that should be responsible for any damages and not the shliach. Says the Gemara, Shani Hasam, there it's different, and these are the immortal words, because we're dealing with a dvar avera and ein shliach ledvar avera. Although there's a parish of shlichos, but not when you're dealing with a dvar avera. For someone to be mazik someone is a avera. And because of the avera that's taking place, that removes it now from the parish of shlichos. And over there, there's no shlichos. Why? And the Gemara explains. The Amrinam, because we say a svara. Divrei harav, the divrei ha-talmid, divrei mishoymen. Meaning, the whole premise of shlichus is that the shliach is listening to the mishaleach, and I'm just doing what I was told to do. But in a situation where the mishaleach tells you to violate a principle in the Torah, it's sort of understood that the shliach really is not acting at the behest of the mishaleach. Because what's your argument? He told me to do it. I was just following orders. Whose orders are you supposed to follow? You're supposed to follow the orders of the Mishalech? Or you're supposed to follow the orders of the Torah? You're supposed to listen to the Talmud, that's the Mishalech? Or you're supposed to listen to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he's the Rav. So Divri Ad-Rav, Divri Ad-Talmud, Divri Mishalech, almost rhetorically, of course you're supposed to listen to the Rabbi, you're not supposed to listen to the Talmud. So because it's understood that the shliach wasn't supposed to really listen to the mishalech, that knocks out the whole premise of the shlichos, so that although ordinarily shluchah shalom kamoisa, but when it comes to a dvaravir, ain't shlich dvaravir. Now in terms of how to understand the lumbus of divri arab, divri atama, divri mishoimim a little bit better, what exactly is the nakuda? What's the punchline? Meaning the svara is a logical svara, but you have to say the vart a little bit more gazun, so that's not something we're going to address this second. But for now, we know this. Stating that it's predicated on a svara of divrei arav, the divrei atalmid, divrei mishaim. If the gemara is that's all v'hadetnan. We learned in the mishnah shliach shliyasa shlichusai shliach ma. So the context over there is meseches meila. So what's meila? The halacha is that one is not allowed to benefit from hektish 
for his own personal use. If someone's moil behektish, meaning he benefits from hektish, the halach is he did an avera. Mi'ila is a parsha mechudeshes in where the Torah says that not only is one liable if he benefits from hektish b'mezid, but even if he does it b'shoigig, he's also going to be liable. In fact, most of the sugis and shas that talk about mi'ila are discussing not a moil behektish b'mezid, but they're talking about a moil behektish b'shoigig. Either way, this Mishnah here is talking about somebody that was moil behektish b'shoigig. How was he moil? He told a shliach to go take money and purchase something. Unbeknownst to the Meshaleach, and unbeknownst to the Shliach, the money that was being used to buy something in the supermarket was Mois Hektish, meaning there was a Maisa Mi'ila that was taking place. But the Meshaleach himself was not the Moyo. He appointed someone. He had someone do it on his behalf. So the question then is, if and when this takes place, who is the Moyo? Do we say that the Mishaleach, the one that sent this train in motion, he's the one that's the moil, or maybe it's the shliach, the person that actually swiped the credit card of Ekdish. He's the one that's going to be moil. And that's what this Mishnah is discussing. Says the Mishnah, it depends. If the shliach didn't do exactly to the T, he didn't follow exactly what the Mishaleach told him, shliach mal. In that case, we look at the shliach as being the moil. If, however, he did exactly what the Balabayas told him to do, then Balabayas mal. Then we look at the Balabayas as being the moil. Why? Because if he listened to the Balabayas, then he's merely acting as an agent. He's acting as a shliach. Shluchai shel adam kemaisai. And being that shluchai shel adam kemaisai, we don't look at the shliach as one that's mild. We look at the Balabayas as the one being the mild. Now, if he didn't listen to the Balabayas, so now we're ready, he went rogue. He's doing his own thing. You're doing your own thing. You're the mild. I, the Balabayas, sent you. Yeah, Balabayas told you to do this. You ended up doing something else. This is already your own geshef, but to the extent that he was also shlichusay, that's what we need. In that case, we look at the balabayas as being the mal. What's the gemara's kasha? I don't understand. Ki also shlichusay the balabayas, balabayas miyamal. You see from here that if he did the shlichus of the balabayas, we look at the balabayas as being a mal. Amai name ain't shlichus varavero. Why don't we say ain't shlichus varavero? If you're telling me that although shlichus shalom kemoisa because of all the magaris, but at the same time when it comes to varavero, not because the very rabbi deriat hamod every mishaimim, and that's pshat in the mishnah above a kama shlichus beira biat pikeach. How come when it comes to Me'ila, which is also an Avera? Why here do we say, Now, all the Rishonim mass the same Kasha. And that is, if the reason is because this Mishnah, we made a big deal about this, is talking about where everybody was a Shaygig. So, to the extent that everybody was a Shaygig, so it comes out. Then there's no svara of divrei arav, divrei atama, divrei mishaimim. As far as he knows, he was supposed to listen to the mishaleach. He didn't realize that Rebbe holds differently. He thought he was doing something that was okay. So if you don't have the svara of divrei arav, divrei atama, divrei mishaimim, hadar dina, then that you should say shluchet shaladim kamaisas. Again, this is another Indian that's very important. In the Gemaras we're learning right now. Our mamish gemaras that are oimdim berumay shalaylam, but just to give it a shout out, at least the grace of others that were going past, I am berushayna. But the bottom line is, this is the gemaras kasha, and the gemara says shani meilo. You have to say that meilo is an exception to the rule that although it's a parsha of a dvar avera, and ordinarily ain't shliach dvar avera, over here yesh shliach dvar avera. Why the alpha chet chet min chumas? Learned from exerish shava from the parish of chumas. Says the word chet in the context of chumas. Says the word chet in the context of meilo. And man shumas mash vishliach. Just about shumas gam atem. There's a parish of shlichos af meilo mash vishliach. So too 
in the parsha of Meila, although it's a dvar avera, still there is going to be a parsha of shlicha. Says the Gemara, and again. Gemara now we're about to learn is going to feel a little bit like so many of the Gemaras that we learned in the first parak. Why don't we say that to the extent you have a giloi in the parish of Me'ilo, that Yeshlech Dvaravera, so let this be a makar, let this be a source that you always say Yeshlech Dvaravera. Meaning, Misada Svara Hachitzoyna ain't Shlech Dvaravera. Why not? But I have a Mafurish makar, Chet Chet, that teaches me Yeshlech Dvaravera by Me'ilo. In other words, even though Me'ilu is a Dvar Avera, you don't say Divri Arava, Divri Atama, Divri Mishayna. If that's the case, Nelef Mi Me'ilu. Why don't we learn from Me'ilu that this is the way it should always be? So the Gemara says, I hear, but the reason you don't is, Mishum Dahavi Me'ilu B'Shlichus Yad Shnei Ksuvim Habon Ke'echad, V'chol Shnei Ksuvim Habon Ke'echad, Ein Melanden. The reason you can't learn from Me'ilu is because, ironically, not only is there one Makar to an idea of Shlich Dvar Avera, but there's actually two. And being that there's two, now it's already a Shnei Ksuvim Habon Ke'echad, we know what that means. And what's this other place that you find? It's the parasha of Shlichos Yad. So, first, just to define what exactly is Shlichos Yad. So, the context is a shimer. Keep it simple. A shimer chinam. Somebody is watching somebody else's object out of the goodness of his heart. He's not getting paid. He's doing it. The bottom line is. The halach is that a shoyim is potter from almost everything. It's chayv mshia, but if it's gneva vaveda einzin shvua sometimes. But the point is, he's going to be potter. But there's one exception to the rule. The only time he's potter is in loy shalachiyon. If he didn't chepa, meaning he was a shoyim but to the extent that he chepa, he played with it, he did something with it that he wasn't supposed to do. Meaning, he wasn't allowed to use it. His job here, that he's not getting paid for, was to watch it. But if he's Shaleach Yad, so now all bets are off. It's a whole different sugya. Now already we treat him as a Peshaya. Now he's going to be Chayef for anything that might happen to it. In the parish of Shlichus Yad, as we're about to see, we find an idea that if a Shomer would be Shaleach Yad, Al Yedei Shliach, it would be Nechshav a Shlichus Yad, and it would impact the laws of the Shaymechinim. And being that you find this idea then of a parish of Shlichos regarding an Avera, because Shlichos Yad is an Avera, you have no right to be Shlichos Yad. So now I have two places where you find Shluchet Shaladim Kemoisnoi by Advar Avera, you find it by Me'ila, you find it by Shlichos Yad, it's a Shnei Ksuvim Aban Ke'echad, and that's why you can't learn from Me'ila. Or from Shlichos Yad, because once there's two Makairis, now you can't learn anything. Okay, so we just mentioned that there's a second Makar to Shluchet Shlodim Kemoisa, even by Advar Avera. We have to know what the Makar is. So the Gemara says, Me'ilo Hadamar. And as it relates to the first of the Shank Suvin Me'ilo, we just said the Makar. What's the Makar Chet Chet Shlichos Yad? Nahi, what's this whole Shlichos Yad business about? The Tanya, we learned to the Bryce. So it says in the Torah, I'll call Dvar Pesha, I'll Shor, I'll Chamor, I'll Seh, I'll Salmo, I'll call Aveda Shayyemer Kiyuzeh. So the context is the Shemichinam who's swearing that there was Geneva Vaveto. But the Torah uses the words Al Kold Var Pesha. Those are extra words. And the question is, what are these words coming to teach me? Beshamai Oimrim, Beshamai first says, Al Kold Var Pesha is coming to teach me that even if the Shemir only had a Machshava, he had this fleeting hearer, he had a thought maybe to be Shalech Yad, that's already considered a Shlichas Yad. That's a Chiddush. Usually Machshava. So the end of the first barrack. But over here, from Al Kodvar Pesha, we learn that Yechayev even from Machshav Bissul, and Bissul says, no, it's not true. You don't say 
from al kol Varpesha that a shomer that has a machshava to be shaleich yad is called a shaleich yad. The only time you're shaleich yad is when you're literally shaleich yad. What does it mean to be shaleich yad? To stretch out your hand. That's what it means. So according to Beishamai, we learn from al Varpesha a machshava to be shaleich yad is already considered shlichos yad. And according to Beisilu, you only chayv if you physically do it. Says the Gemara Amru Beishamai told Beisilu Valoi Nemar al kol Varpesha. Doesn't it say? Al kol dvar pesha, meaning lechura. I think it must be coming to be married with something. Machshavik emaisa. Amud lemeisul lebeishamis. Beisul tov beishamai. Vatloi nemer on leishalach yadim emelachas reyeyo. I hear you have a makar, but I also have a makar, right? My chazis. Why is your makar better than my makar? Amud beishamai beisul. Sin beishamai tov beisul. But if your makar is right, in kain al kol dvar pesha. What are you going to do with al kol dvar pesha? Says. I'll tell you why the Torah is said, I'll call it Varpesh, because you would have thought that maybe the only time you chayf it being Shalech Yad is if you do it by yourself. How do you know that if someone Shalech Yad, Al Yadeh is Eved, or Al Yadeh is Shliach, that's why the Torah said, I'll call it Varpesh, to teach me that if someone Shalech Yad, even Al Yadeh Shliach, it's considered a Shliach Yad. Kapanen, what do you see from here? From Akol Dvar Pesha, we have another source to a concept, to an idea of Yeshlech Dvar Aveir. So it says, you want to know why you don't learn from Me'ilo Yeshlech Dvar Aveir? Because the Shnei Ksuvim Abon Ke'echad, the Chol Shnei Ksuvim Abon Ke'echad, Eimelamden. What are the Shnei Ksuvim? The first Kosev, the first Pasuk is the fact that it, we have Xeri Shava Chet Chet Me'ilo from Truma, and the second is Akol Dvar Pesha, the way Beis Hillel learns Akol Dvar Pesha, by Shlichus Yad, you have the same Allah. What's the Gemara's Kasha? Oh, this is Gans good according to Basil. That learns from a cold Varpesha, the Rabbi Shlich. But according to Basil, they use that Pasik, the words are called Varpesha, so now it's only one Kasik, meaning it sounds like according to Basil. If someone would be shalech yad al yeshlech, it wouldn't be yeshlech yad. So you only have one makar. If you have one makar, so why don't you learn from there? Yeshlech varavera. So the Gemara says because there's another makar. Meshum da havim meila tviha umechira shneik suvim habon keechad the chol shneik suvim habon keechad in malamdin. Even if you don't have the makar of shlech yad, but there is another other makar. And that is Tvichel Mechira. Thus, even according to Beit Shammai, it's still going to be Sheikh Suvim Abankech. So, what's Tvichel Mechira? So, Tvichel Mechira is a seif cotton in the world of Geneva. If somebody steals a shar or a set, and afterwards he's Tavachumacher, either Shechzid or he sells it. So, depending if it's a shar or a set, you're going to have to pay not just Karen, not just Kefal, but you're going to have to pay four or five times what it is that you stole. The concept of Shlich Advaravera as it relates to Tvicha Mechira is talking about a Ganev who shechted but not by himself Ayyadeh so he appointed someone and he said will you please take this shar that I stole and please shecht it on my behalf as we're about to see there's a reboy that teaches me that we say Shluchai Shaladim Kamoisoi and it's as if the Ganev himself shechted now, for someone to shech, the dvar geneva is an avera. And still you see, shluchai shalad and So the Gemara is saying that I have anyways another makar, which is really a third makar. But according to Beit Shammai, a second makar, that yesh nech dvar Thus, regardless of how you learn the sugi of shlichos yad, it's still shnei ksuva avon That's why you can't learn from this. So let's go through this exercise now. It's now innovating. It says the Gemara. So again, we're saying that even if mi'ila and Shlichus Yad is not Shnei Ksuvim Abon Ke'echad, but Me'ila and Tvichu Mechira is Shnei Ksuvim Abon Ke'echad. Okay, so what are these two Ksuvim? Me'ila, Hadamar. Me'ila, we know that's Xerish of the Chet Chet Mechum. Tvichu Mechira, Ma'ihi. What's Tvichu Mechira? Says the Gemara, Amakra, it says in the Pasuk, Utfachoi, Oi, Mechoroi. 
Man, mechira al yedei acher. Chazal darshin, just like mechira always involves an acher, right? You can't sell something to yourself. You have to sell something to an acher. It requires another party. Af tvich al yedei acher. So too, tvicha could happen al yedei acher. Tvei Rabbi Shmuel Tano. In the Yeshiva of Rabbi Shmuel, they had a different makar. That tvicha could be al yedei shliach. It says, utvachay oy mechara. The word oy is extra. The rabbi says a shliach. Tvei chizkiya Tano, tachas. The rabbi says hashliach. The pasuk says utfachei oy mecharoi chamisha baka yeshalim tachas hashar va'arba tzoyin tachas haseh. The word tachas is extra, and from there I learn da'alacha. But the bottom line is, I have three mekayres. That is an idea of shlichus when it comes to tviko. Thus, I zicher have a shnei ksuvim abayin ke'echad. I have meila. I can peer me'ila with shlichos yad. I can peer me'ila with tvicha mechira. The bottom line is, although it's true, the amikar is to yeshlich the varavir, but based on the principle of shnei suvim habon ke'echad in malamdin, I can't learn anything from there. But the Gemara asks, the Kasha, it always asks whenever it says the words of shnei suvim habon ke'echad in malamdin. So some Gemaras are predictable, right? Straight to Gemara, ha, this is all good. The man knows shnei suvim habon ke'echad in malamdin. If you hold shnei suvim habon ke'echad in malamdin, it's very good. But according to the that holds, snakes of meaning learn from all these different makiris that yesh shliach So the Gemara says you can't. You know why? Because Goli Rachmana b'shutechotz. Because the Torah was megala in the parsha of shutechotz. So before we go right to what is shutechotz, so one of the halachas that you find in the Torah, these Apsukim and Parshas, Achrimois, this is Kachim 101, that if somebody shechts Kachim, Bachotz, outside of the Azara, the Halacha is, he's Chayiv Kares. In fact, if someone does many of the Avoidas outside of the Azara, he's Chayiv Kares, the whole Perik, in Mesech Tezvachim, that's dedicated to these halachas, Perik Ashoichet Vamailor, and even a little bit the next Perik, the Perik of... Uh, Paraschatos, but the bottom line is that there is an isr in the Torah of Shchutechotz, and in the parasha of Shchutechotz, the Torah lehedya said that it's only if you shecht the carbon bechutz by yourself that you're going to be chayev. But if you appoint the shliach, that has nothing to do with you. Over there, we're not going to transfer the obligation to the Meshalech, we're not going to say Shluch HaShaladim Kermaisai. And that's the Gilu Rachmana that you don't say Shluch HaShaladim So let's see it inside. It says the Gemara, because the Torah was in Megal by Shchut it says, Dam Yechashev Lo Ish Ha'hu Dam Shafa. And we learn from there, Lo Ish Ha'hu, that word seems to be a little extra. Hu V'lo Ish It's coming to teach me that you're Chayef, but at the same time, if there's a sugya of shlichos, there the mishaleach is not going to be chayef. So you yourself, you'll be chayef. But if you do it all day shliach, then you're not going to be chayef. But the Gemara says, Ashkechan, gabeshchutechot, bechol ha-toyro minolan. Okay, so I see by shchutechot, there the Torah said that there's no shlucha shaladim kamoisai, by advara veira. But how does that necessarily imply that that's always going to be the case? So the Gemara says, the alf mishchutechot, oh! Because I learned it from Shchutechotz, and I said just about Shchutechotz ain't Shlech Edvar Avera, so to this never Shlech Edvar Avera. But Freytik Mar Adi Alt Meshchutechotz Neilof Mihanoch to the extent that you hold Shnei Suvim Abon Keechad Melamdin, and I have all these different Makayers to teach me. Yeah, Shlech Edvar Avera. Since says the Gemara Mehechatei, you learn from Shchutechotz that ain't Shlech Edvar Avera. Maybe learn from Meilo. Maybe learn from Shlichos Maybe learn from Tvicha Mechira that Yeh Shlech Lidvar Avera. So the Gemara says, no, the reason you don't is because Hadar Kasev Rachmana in the parish of Shchutechotz is actually a second miut. It says Menichras Ayishahu Tzimsveitemol. Twice the Torah emphasizes Ahu. It's that guy as opposed to somebody that might have sent him. Now. 
to mention it a second time to tell me that there's no shlichus by shkut echutz, I don't need. So I'm inu inu lagufa. If I don't need the second mention to teach me the ikar alacha, tenayu inu lachal atayrakula. Apply it instead to kala atayrakula to teach me that in kala atayrakula ain't shliach ledvar aver. So the Gemara says mitzada svaro you would say ain't shliach ledvar aver. Stating that I have makayrus that would seem to apply Now, if you old snake suva so all those makayrus are gonna fall by the wayside anyways because the Torah didn't just tell to me once; it told to me twice, maybe three times, and as a result, you can't learn anything from there. But if you old snake suva malamden, say I have a little bit of a problem. You can't tell me svaras if the Torah was megalim afurish that there's a parish of shlichos even by advara there, and the Torah told to me a few times. So if that's the case, you should learn from there. And says the Gemara, I hear, but at the same time, there's actually a miot. And the miot is in the parish of Shkutechotz. The Torah twice told me by Shkutechotz, ain't shlichos, twice it shouldn't have to tell to me, once would be enough. Must be in Enoi Inyan to tell it to me a second time by Shkutechotz. Tenei Inyan to teach it to me everywhere else. Says the Gemara, a little bit of cheshbainas. According to the Mandam, and if that's the case, the rule is always ein shliach ledvar avera, based on the svarach itzayin of divrei arab, divrei tamad, divrei mishloim. And don't be impressed that you find parishes in the Torah where it's different, because those are all exceptions to the rule. Hani hahu hahu my darshibahu. So what do they do with both hahu? Side hahu in shutechotz, and side hahu that we use to apply the law of shutechotz to call it tarukula. What do I need both of these halachas for? Lachur to teach me ain't shlech levaravei. I know in svar ain't shlech levaravei. So the Gemara says they're both taken. Chad lamute one is coming to be mamayich naim shoichsim besakin veshoichdim. One is coming to tell me what would be if two people together with shechta behema. That's kachemachot. They would be potter because I learned from Ahu one person not to put v'chad, and the other one's coming to teach me the following: Hu v'loy onus, Hu v'loy shaygig, Hu v'loy muta. Now, what's the difference between oynus shaygig and muta? Not for now. But the point is, you have to be mitaganza das in order to be chayev. If you were an oynus when you were a shkutechutz, if you were a shaygig when you were a shkutechutz, or if you were a toya when you were a shkutechutz, in all these cases, you're going to be off talk. So both ahus are going to be taken. Says the Gemara of Yidach. The man that uses ahu ahu to teach me in shlichadvar avera. So how does he know all those halachas? Mehu ahu. Because really, from the two hahus, you can learn not one drasha, you can learn two drashas. Because if all the Torah wanted to teach me was one drasha from each one of the hahus, instead of saying hahu, it would have just said hu. It said hahu, oh, that's already two drashas from each word. One, ain't shliach, and the other one is to teach me the drashas that we just said. Okay, so the man, the Omar, who doesn't need hahu to teach me ain't shliach, so he said, okay, I have the drashas, to teach me something else. But if you need to come up with two drushes now, what's he going to do with the second drasha? Says the Gemara, the fact that there's two drushes is predicated on the fact that the Torah could have said who, instead of said ha who, and the extra a is a giloy that is a double drasha. That's already a shtickle Torah, and who, ha who, loy darish. He disagrees with the whole, that's not a cock, you don't have to defend that position. Is, you have to prove that hu ha hu is a drasha. But for me to have to defend why I don't say hu ha hu, that's already not something that I need to defend. So the bottom line is what? The bottom line is, how do we get there? So there's two routes that you can take. Either you get there by pushing logically in Svara, arguing, aren't there Yeah, a lot. And Shtek The scenic route would be that. There's a svar of divrei rabbi, divrei atamu, divrei mishoyim for sure. But at the same time, I have a kairos that teach me 
And snake suvim abon ke'echad melamdin. But at the same time, I have a miyot in the parish of Shchutechotz, a double miyot, emeno in yutneyu in to teach me that in kola teirukula ain't shliach v'dvaravir. Good, but everybody holds ain't shliach v'dvaravir. The question is, how exactly you get there? Stating that this next gemara, all the twenty. And by the way, these gemaras are mamishas gemaras. You talk about dafin that if you have in your bena, it's posh and helpful. This is one of them. These are gemaras that come up a lot. V'hadetani. We learned in the following brayso. If somebody tells the shliach haroigesanefesh, go kill somebody for me. So somebody literally hires a hitman, right? Who chayiv? So the halacha is he is chayiv. Vishalch of Potter. Who, meaning the Shliach is Chayev, but the Mishalech is going to be Potter. Shamay Azokin, Oimer Mishum Chagay Hanavi. Shamay Azokin said in the name of Chagay Hanavi, Shalch of Chayev. The Mishalech is going to be Chayev. No, the Shliach is not Chayev. Somebody hires someone else to kill somebody, the Mishalech, he's actually the one that's going to be Chayev. Shinemar, and he based it on a Pasik, a very famous Pasik. So what's the context over there? Dovin Amelech, after the Mice of Acheva and Uriah Hachiti, so the Novi, Nosan Anavi comes and he gives Dovin very sharp He says, You did two of the terrible, terrible Averis. Number one, Bacheva, and number two, you killed Uriachiti. Now, did David Amalek kill Uriachiti? Of course not. What was the story? The story was he had Uriachiti go to the front lines. The Yidin were at war at the time, and he was killed. But the Novi tells him, You're guilty for killing him. But he really didn't kill him, said Shammai Azokin, quoting Chagai Novi, that you see from here that if somebody sends somebody to kill somebody, the Mishaleach is going to be high. And what's the oimik of the question? If so why would Shammai Azokin hold that the Mishaleach is high? True, but So why is it that Kimashalech is going to be kai? It says the Gemara, there's three suggestions, very Gishmak, how you could understand the sheet of Shami Azokin. Number one, maybe Shami Azokin, again, in the name of Chagay Anovi, was of the opinion that Shneik Suvamabanka Echad Milamdin, the Hu Ha Hu Darish. So if you do the math of everything that we just learned, it's actually possible that you could hold. If you hold Shnei Ksuvim Abon Kechem Alamdin, which there's a Mandomer that's quoted throughout Shas, right? We saw who the Mandomer is, by the way, and Daflamid Hei, Remeir of Yehuda, that Machloikis. But the bottom line is that there is a Mandomer that holds Shnei Ksuvim Abon Kechem So Shami Azokin is going to hold that Shnei Ksuvim Abon Kechem Alamdin. Thus, you have real Mekoyris that Yesh Lechadvaravera. The only way to get out would be if you darshan Hahu Hahu in the Parsha of Shchutechotz. But really, the only way to get out is if you darshin hu ha hu, right? Not just ha hu ha hu, hu ha hu, hu ha hu. You need the extra hey in the two drushes. And the Gemara already was a little open minded to that not being a gay to gedrasha. So there's two very legitimate glata hanachas you could make to justify the position of Shami Azokin. He holds snake suvim abon kechem malamdin. He doesn't hold of any hu ha hus. And as a result, he holds yeshliach varavero. And if yeshliach varavero, it's true if somebody hires a hitman, and it's true in every area of Allah. This is always going to be the case. So the Gemara says, Pasha, that could be what Shami Azokin holds. It doesn't have to be, but it could be. says the Gemara, I'll tell you that Shami Azokin does darshan. 
meaning he holds, let's say, hu ha And as a result, for sure, ain't shlech levar My chayiv, what then did Shami Azakim mean when he said shalch of chayiv, chayiv medinei shamayim? What he meant to say was that medinei shamayim, dimashalech is going to be chayiv. He never meant to say that literally he's going to be prosecuted as if he's a retzach. It meant medinei shamayim is going to be chayiv. The Gemara says, if that's the case, bechal tanakama sof and feel medinei shamayim, nan mi potter? That means the tanakama holds that medinei shamayim, you potter? No way. Meaning, if somebody sends someone to do an avera, this Mishalech bears some responsibility. For sure, he's going to be Chayim Medina Shemayim. But if Shamei Azokin's Chiddush of Chayim is Medina Shemayim, that implies that the Chomim that Achayle called that Medina Shemayim really, you're going to be Potter. Says the Gemara, that can't be. So the Gemara says, Ella, you have to say Dina Rabba, Vidina Zuta, Ikebena. Meaning, everybody holds you Chayim Medina Shemayim. Shammai's Chiddush is that it's not just a Dina Zuta. Shammai's Chiddush is Dina Rabba. What does that mean? Oynish Godel Zakrashi. As opposed to the Tanakhama Olds, you're going to be treated like a Goyer. So the Chiyav is only going to be in Shammai, because in this world, in Shlechid But at the same time, in Shammai Azokin's understanding, Al Kopon Midine Shammai. Meaning, not all Chayav Midine Shemayims were created equally. There's a Dina Rabba and there's a Dina Zuta, an often quoted line. It comes from this Gemara right here. There is a Nafkamina, there are levels qualitatively in Dine Shemayim. And that's what the Machloik is between Shami Azok and the Chama was, but Avada, everybody holds Einstein and Varavev. There's actually a third option, and that is Shani Hasam could be, as it relates to Tzritzicha, Shvichas Dalim, it's different. The Gali Rachmana, based on a Pasik, albeit a different Kabbalah, but it is a Pasik. So what's Pshad in Shamei Hazokin? Either he holds the Yishlich of Aravera, or all he meant was Chayim Edine Shemayim, Metachidish of Dina Rabba, or he held that Shvichas Domim is the exception to rules. So either way, he's saying a Chidish, but three possibilities of what the Chidish might be. Says the Marv Yidach, the Chachamim didn't darish in the Pasuk of Oisai Arach the Becher Isn't the Pasuk telling us the Halacha, maybe, that if someone sends somebody to kill somebody, he's going to be a responsibility? So the Gemara says, no, fakir. You know what the Pasuk was saying? You, David HaMelech, are going to be viewed in this whole Indian just like the Cherub Neyamoy. Meaning, just like you're not going to be punished for what happened in The war that David HaMelech was fighting was a war he was allowed to fight. So any Ritzich and any Shrikh that took place on the battlefield, Uriachiti aside, was okay. You should know you will not be punished for what happened with Uriachiti. Mamish, 180 degrees, the opposite. Am I time? What's the reason? Why was Davin Amelech not punished for what happened with Uriachiti? Because Uriachiti was a Murid Malchus. Where do you see was a Murid Malchus? Because Uriachiti says, quote, that was the word. Right, David Melech wanted Uriachiti to come home to cover up what happened with Bacheva. And he comes, Uriah does to David Melech, and he says, My country, my brethren are fighting a war. There's no way I'm coming home. And he says, Yoyov is on the battlefield. And he refers to Yoyov as Adoini Yoyov. Now, Yoyev was a very high-ranking officer in David HaMelech's army, but at the same time, you tell the king, Adoni Yoyev, as if to say, Yoyev is the person I answer to, not you, David, that's Meri B'Malchus, and because Uriah was Meri B'Malchus, David HaMelech had a right to kill him, and it's for that reason, David HaMelech wasn't punished, and that's what he meant, Oysa Rakta, Kecher Just like Kecher you're going to be okay, so too, 
you dove a melech, you're not going to be punished for what happened, or yachiti. And, and by the way, this is what the Gemara says in Mesach the Shabbos, Kiyodua, Kolei Medavet Chata, Ine Alataya. I, what do you mean? No, this Gemara right here, Oisei Arakta, that you treat it like the Cherub Neah. But the bottom line is, that is the way the Chachamim are going to explain the Shita. Tachlos. Shluchet Shaladim Kamoisai, Ein Shluchet Varavera, with one little caveat. There's a footnote by Ein Shluchet Varavera. What does the footnote say? There's a Shita of Shamei Azakeh in the name of Chagei Anavi, where according to one of three understandings of Shamei Azakeh is of the opinion that Yeshlech Advaravera says the Gemara postscript. Amar Rava, Rava said, "Imtim Tzoloimer Sov Hashem." If you're going to take the position that Shamei holds Shnei Suvim Abon Keechad Melam, Vehu Hahu Loi Darish, meaning he holds Yeshlech Advaravera. Moida stated that Shamei Azokin is going to admit he will concede. But Oimel Shlucha, if somebody would tell a Shliach, say Ba'olas Erva, go be Ba'olas Erva as my Shliach, or Ve'Cholas Achelav. Eat chaylev from me as my shliach. Shehu chayev v'sholcha pata. The shliach is going to be chayev, not the mishalech. Ay shluchah shaladim kamoisai. Ay yesh shliach ledvar avera. Shalai matzinu b'kol ha-tayra kula. Because you don't find anywhere in the Torah zen nehenne v'zem neschayev. Being that the chefts of the avera is hanah, whoever has the hanah, he's the guilty party. And you can't say, you had hanah, I'm going to be chayev. It doesn't work that way. Whoever has the hanah, he's chayev. Shalai matzinu b'kol ha-tayra kula. Meaning, this is a principle that Rav is telling you you should understand needs to be applied to other areas of Allah as well. But you don't find anyway this idea of Zen Nenev Zen Mishayev. So if it's a Dabesh al it doesn't transfer over. This concludes the sugya of Einshlech of Aravera. Hashem will revisit it in the raid. But for now, we have no choice because we do what we do and we have to go from the sugya of Einshlech of Aravera to another classic important sugya that will just start. And that is the sugya of Shliach Naseh. If somebody appoints a Shliach to do something, that Shliach can also wear another hat. He can also serve as a witness. The day of Sheila Amri and the Shiva of Sheila, they used to say, ain't Shliach Naseh. That no, a Shliach cannot be an aid. Now Rashi speaks out right in the beginning of the Sukkah that this Shaila of Shliach Naseh, it doesn't matter what we're talking about. Bain Kedushin. It doesn't matter if we're dealing with uh, Shailah of Dinei Mominus. Either way, there was a debate whether Shliach Nasa ate or Ein Shliach Nasa ate. So what would be a case of Kedushin? Let's just take one case. And that is where somebody appointed a Shliach to be Mekadosh Inish on his behalf. Okay? You need a day Kedushin in order for the Kedushin to be Chav. Could the shliach be one of the Ede Kedushin? Meaning, do you need the shliach plus another two Ede Kedushin? Or maybe the shliach himself can serve a dual purpose. He can be side the uh, bowels, the Mekadish, and he could also be the Ede. And that was the Shiloh. Rav said shliach nasa Ede. The Be'er of Shiloh, they said, Ein shliach nasa. Zok the time the Be'er of Shiloh. What shad in the Be'er of Shiloh that holds Ein shliach nasa Ede? So much elam if you're going to tell me Mishum Dole Heavily, a eh? maybe the reason is because the assumption is that if somebody appoints a shliach, you probably didn't tell him to be an aid. Meaning, it's a very, very balabatish reason. The reason ain't shliach nasa is because presumably it's assumed that he probably didn't tell him to be an aid. 
And if that's the case, you're saying a chiddush, that the only time somebody can be an aid is if you tell the person, I want you to be my aid. If that's the case, kiddush isha b'fnei If somebody would be makadish isha in front of two people, and he wouldn't specifically be mamana these two chavra to be a zaydim. Are you going to tell me the kiddushin is not going to be chal? No way. Meaning, you don't have to say atem And if that's the case, you shouldn't have to tell the shliach, I want you to be my aid. If that's the case, what is the machlekes? Hello. Rav omer shliach nasa aid. Rav holds shliach nasa aid. Because he holds alume he holds it's actually best for the shliach to be the eight. Now, this punchline wasn't so important, but Rav is just adding a little flavor to his position. Meaning, there's no reason a shliach can't be an aid. And oh, by the way, I think it's best that the shliach is the eight. And the reason is because an aid has to be medactic and he has to make sure everything happened right. That's your job as an aid. So if the shliach will be the eight, when the shliach is serving as the aide, he actually has the best insight into whether everything went well or not because he's mamish the one that executed what happened, what had to be executed. So it's actually alume kamalimnolamil say. It's the best way to go about it. So says Rav shliach nasei. The very Rav and shliach nasei. They had a problem with this, a fundamental problem because kiven damemash shluchay shaladim kamoisai. Because being that shluchay shaladim kamoisai, have a lekegufe. Could the husband, could the Makadish, if he wasn't the Makadish, be an aid? Of course not. So if Shluchet Shaladim Kamoisli, there's no reason that the Shliach should be able to be the aid. I'll ask you a Kasha. A Kasha on Rav's Shita of Shliach Nase'e. Somebody would tell three people. So a man goes over to three people. He calls over his three friends and says, I want to get married. Will you please be Makadash and Isha on my behalf? Now, why do you have to tell three people, right? You shouldn't have had to. So says the Bryce, one of the three people we assume was appointed to be a Shliach. Vishnayim Adam, the other two we assume were appointed to be Adam, Divri Bishamai. Ubeisilalayman, Basil, second says, Kulam Shluchim. They're all Shluchim. The Ein Shliach Naseid, and a Shliach can't be a name. Says the Gemara, Ad Kamboi Pligi Ela Bishlaish. This Machloik is Bishami Vesil was where you told three people, Abel Bishnaim. But let's say the man would have told two people to be a call, Loi. Everybody would agree that it would not be okay. Meaning, what do you see from this Machloik is Bishami Vesil? You see, Ainshlech Nasei. You see it in Beisil, he said, I'm a forish. He said that if you tell three people, be Makad Shanisha, all three of them are Shluchim, and once you're Shlech, you can't be an A. Now, Bishamai was able to make it work. But the reason Bishamai was able to make it work is because you told three people. So only one of them is a shliach, and the other two could be eight. Let's say he would have told two people. So one of them would have been a shliach, let's say. The other person would have been an eight echad, or one to work. So in Basilo, for sure you see that in shliach naseid. And even in Bishamai, you say in shliach naseid, because if Bishamai held shliach naseid, then why do you need three people? So the Gemara says that at kamloi pligi The only time there's even a Bishamai, right? Who we never pass in like, but the only time there's even a Bishamai is when there's three. But if there would be two, nobody would hold the works. So the cash is how could Rav hold shliach naseid? It doesn't work with anybody, it doesn't work with Basilo. And the Gemara is making an emphasis to say that it doesn't even work with Beishamai. So the Gemara says, Rav learned like the following Tana, the Tanya Rav Nassan Oimer. Rav Nassan had a different version of Machlevs and Beishamai Vesel. He said, Beishamai Oimer, Shliach Veidachot, that a Shliach and an Eid Echot works. Meaning, if a man would go over to two people and he would say, not three people, two people, go be Makadash and Isha for me, it would work. Why? One of them would be a Shliach, and that Shliach would double as an Eid, plus the 
eight echad, so you would have a shliach and you'd have two edim. Who Beisul says shliach v'shnei edim. No, it doesn't work that way. You need three people. You would need a shliach and two edim. But the bottom line is, according to Rav Nossin's version of the Machlokes Beisham Beisul, Beishamay al kaponim old shliach nasei. So you can make Rav work. Why? Because Rav holds like Beishamay. That's called making Rav work. The Rav Kebeishamay. So the Gemara says, no, you have to do a little bit more surgery here. Eibuch. You also have to do a flip. You have to flip around the shita of base. Shamay and Beisilel, and if you flip around the sheet of Beshamay and Beisilel, and you tweak the machlaikis between Beshamay and Beisilel, yeah, then you can make everything work. So this is the proverbial chasure maxer of Ahachitani. So if you do a few epochs, so then everything is good. Rav holds like Beisilel, and Beisilel, who was previously Beshamay, in this case is really going to hold that Shliach is Naseh. Rav Acha the Rava Masni Ipcha. Rav Acha the Rava, he also made a, an Ipcha, right? Ipcha is Milosh, an Ipcha. He also had an Ipcha, but he did a different Ipcha. His Ipcha was in the Machlokes between Rav and the Be'er Shela. He had Rav as holding ain't Shliach Naseh. The Be'er Shela Amri Shliach Naseh. So you don't have to be Mahapach, Bishami Bezolo. You could just be Mahapach the machloikis amayurahim, and by doing that, we'll make Rav work. Now, you're not going to make the Vayrav Shaila work, but Al-Kopanim, we're going to make Rav work, and to be Miyashiv Rav, you could either be Mahapach Bishamim Bisol, or you could be Mahapach Rav and the Vayrav Shaila. Tachos. What's the halacha? The hilchaso Shliach Nase. So we just have to turn the page, and then we're going to stop. Amar Rav, Amar Rav Nachim, Amar Lachnayim. If somebody tells two people, Tzipa Kachalia, so Isha, Go be mekadashanish hein hein shluchav hein hein edav. We just said hilchas shliach naseid. They can act as shluchin and they can double as edav. V'chein be gerishin. The same is true for gerishin. V'chein be dinei mamedis and the same is true for dinei mamedis as v'tzricha. And it was important for Rav Amr Rav Nachman to tell me this halacha in all three cases. Yes, I because I only told him about kedushin. I would have told Mishum Dalim Eisr Kasi. The reason it's okay for shliach to be an aid by kedushin is because there's no svara to say that the shliach has negius to lie. Meaning, why are you always worried about the shliach being the eight? The shliach shal adam kamaysa, he's in the gay abedavah. What's, what's his negius? What benefit does he have by saying that this woman is an eshesesh? If anything, he loses. Why? Because she's asala kuliyamaka hektish. So if he ever wanted to marry this woman, he wouldn't be able to. The point is, when you marry a woman, what are you doing? You're making her asa. Right? One of the... The kudas that comes up here a lot in Kedushin. That's the hefts of Kedushin. And Mishum de That's what you're doing. You're making her Osir. So there's no negis to want her to be Osir. I will Gerishin. But if you can have a Shleich Nasa'it situation by Gerishin, Nechesh, maybe we should be concerned. Shemme'en of Nasamba. Maybe really the get wasn't a get. He's saying that the get was a get. Why? Because he wanted to marry her. And as a result, there's a little bit of a negis. Rashmi, the Gerishin. Had I only known this by Gerishin, I would have thought Mishum de Itzel Beitre Lechazi. Amaisi have two Aiden. And it's not possible for both of the Adam to marry this woman. So maybe over there that knocks out the Svar of Nagias. Because for one of them there's no Nagias, and maybe for both of them there's no Nagias. But as it relates to Dine Mominus, maybe these two Chevra are going to lie and they're going to split the pot and they're going to each take half of the money. That's why it was important for Rava in the name of Rav Nachman to teach me that Shliach Nasa'ed doesn't matter if we're dealing with Kedushin doesn't matter if we're dealing with Gerushin it doesn't even matter if we're dealing with Dine Mominus in all cases Shliach Nasa'ed not for now although I am the related Raidites so this Shailah of Shliach Nasa'ed or in Shliach Nasa'ed in the world of Rameh Simcha the Arsameach, this is literally a shaila that goes to the core of how you understand the whole Indian of Shlichos.
And that is, when somebody makes someone a shliach to do something on his behalf, the shliach now has power of attorney. What's together? Together is, we look at the shliach as the baldova, meaning the shliach is the chasen, or avada the shliach is not the chasen. The chasen is the chasen. The chiddush of shlichus is that the shliach has the ability to do a maisa. Hagam is not the chasen. Meaning, the chiddush of shlichus is that we view the shliach as the chasen, or the chiddush of shlichus is that hagam is not the chasen. Still, his maisa works as if he would be the chasen. So either way, it's a very, very big chiddush. And Rameya Simcha says to me, this is the shail of shliach naseh. If Shliach is Nase'e, Zaysay Meris, he's not the Chassan, because the Chassan can't be an A. If Shliach is not Nase'e, it's like the Gemara said. So, what are those two Tzadim says, Rameh Simcha, it's this Chakira Hayudua, which is the Machlik, is the Ramam and the Torah. If someone makes a, someone a Shliach, three Megar Shanisha, and then the Meshalech becomes a Shaitah. Either way, the majority of today's Daf dealt with the Sugya. Of Einstein Varavir. So again, Kala Taira Kula Shluchai Shal Adam Kamaisa, stating that there's one major asterisk. And that is that if the Inyan is a Dvaravera, Alzen Nemar, Ain Shliach Dvaravera. And the Gemara gave a svara for why Ain Shliach Dvaravera. Divriya Rav, the Divriya Talmud, Divri Mishaimin. You know the answer. And as a result, Ain Shliach Dvaravera. The Gemara said, Aren't there Mafurishim Akairis in the Taira? That yesh shlichad varavera, you find it by meila, you find it by shlichus yad, you find it by tvichu mechira. So the gemara had two approaches how to answer that question. One approach is, yeah, you find it, and you find it more than once, and because you find it more than once, you can't learn anything from it because kol shnei ksuvim abon kechad ain malamne. The gemara's other approach was that it's true you find it, but at the same time there is a miut. In the parasha of Shchut Echotz, ha-hu, ha-hu, hu-ha-hu, hu-ha-hu, that teaches me, mefurish, explicitly, that ain't shliach bedvaraveh. So this is the rule, and everyone knows this. It's from the first sugyas you learn. Ain't shliach bedvaraveh. Stating that, there was a major, major, major machloikis between the G'dayli Achroinim, within the sugya of ain't shliach bedvaraveh. It goes to the core, and the heart of the Etzim Sugya, this is a, a machloikis that interestingly heated up very, very much in the latter half of the 18th century. It's a machloikis that involved a tremendous amount of drama, drama that we've spoken about most recently during the last raid by Amasech Tisgitin. We don't have to go through the whole Arichas again, but we do have to recap it a little bit and build up to what will be the Ein Beis Medrash B'loi Chiddush of today's raid, and then Be'ezer Hashem, the Ein Beis Medrash B'loi Kamel Chiddushim of tomorrow's raid. So the story began in Europe in the year 1766. There was a Yid whose name was Rabbi Yeshua Heschel Horowitz. He was married to a woman whose name was Vitcha. Rabbi Yeshua Heschel Horowitz came from one of the Mishpachos HaMiyuchasos B'Yisrael, Horowitz family was the family of the Hafla, one of the real, real prominent rabbinic families of the time, as did Vitcha. Rabbi Shua Heschel Horowitz was a, a rav of a chashvah kehila. He was a tremendous Talmud Chacham. 
as was Vitcha. This couple was married for many years. They didn't have any children, and they also didn't have a good Shalom bias. And Vahi Ayoim, Rabbi Shua Heschel, decided that the proper thing to do was to give his wife a get. The problem is that Vitcha didn't want to accept the get. So they got a skunim involved, and they tried getting her to agree to accept the get, but she refused to accept the get. Vahi Ayoim, there was a big Yerid in Lvov, in Lemberg, and all the Rabbanim and the businessmen and the Seichrim, Ubesaychem, Rabbi Yeshua Heschel, Vizugasai, they were in Lvov at that time, and Yeshua Heschel decided that this is the time he's going to make his get happen. So he calls over a few Rabbanim, he convenes a Bezdin, and he says, I want you to be Mazmin, my wife, to your court, and we're going to finally resolve this issue, and we're going to explain to her that she has no choice, she has to accept again. So, they give her a, a formal hasmana and she refused the hasmana. And the reason she refused the hasmana is because she didn't really know who these Dayanim were. This wasn't the Bezdin of Lvov that had been masmin her. This was some Papa Bezdin, without question. But at the same time, it wasn't like a Bezdin Kavua. So she said, Mechatesi, who says, I have to go. And she refuses to go. The Bezdin, when they realized that she was refusing to come, said a very big chiddush. They said, that we know that Mi'ikaradin, a husband's allowed to divorce his wife, Balkarcha. Stating that Rabbeinu Gershon Ma'ura Goyla, about a thousand years ago, and made a cherem. He said that if somebody divorces his wife, Balkarcha, he's going to be put in cherem, or he's going to violate what we know as cherem de Rabbeinu Gershon. So there's the cherem de Rabbeinu Gershon, polygamy, and then there's what we refer to as the other cherem de Rabbeinu Gershon. But Rabbeinu Gershon made a cherem, and he said a man's not allowed to divorce his wife, Balkarcha. Stating that, Ramah, when he brings the cherem de Rabbeinu Gershon, they now let be Megarach and Balkarcha, says that if an Easter is a veris aldas, if this woman is a meredes, and she really, really misbehaves on a very, very big level, so could be over there, you're allowed to look away from the cherem de Rabbeinu Gershon, and a husband would even be allowed to be Megarach's wife, Balkarcha. So this Bezdin said that a woman, a year, has an obligation to listen to a bestin. And she's being misarif. She's not showing up to court. She has a din of an Iveris aldas, and they said, the husband, Rabbi Shua Heschel, you don't have to obey the Cherem Dermen If you want to divorce your wife, Balkarcha, this is something you have to do. The next thing you know, Vich is walking in the shuk. She gets knocked down to the ground. She looks up, and there's a man standing on top of her with a gag. She starts fighting. She hops what's going on. In the Huggle, the get rips, and now another fight breaks out. And that is, did the get tear before she accepted it, or did it tear after she accepted it? Meaning, she had been divorced, but she claimed she wasn't, because she said the get was already torn. And if the get is torn, it's not a get. And there was a he said, she said, and there was a big tumult that broke out. Lamaisa, the Bezda was Nimnu Vagamru, that she had received the get. Presumably they were Adam that had witnessed it, and as a result, she was deemed to no longer be married. So Rabbi Shua Heschel goes, and he starts his life all over again. He remarries, he had children, but the woman, Vitcha, she was an Isha Hashufa, and in her mind she was not divorced, and she refused to get married. Either way, fast forward 11 years later, this is the short version of the story, Vitcha is having a conversation with her very famous uncle. How famous? Rabbi Cheska Landa, the Gaivet of Prague, the Noid of Yehuda. And she's talking to her uncle and she's reminiscing, telling him the story that happened many, many years ago. Maybe you didn't know about the story, but she's hearing now a first-hand account. 
And he, she says how she was walking, and then all of a sudden, some bulvan comes, knocks her down to the ground, and he puts the get in her hand, and there's a fight, and she tears it, and I'm positive that I tore it before. And the lady says, one second, one second, Vitcha. Who knocked you to the ground? She says, I have no idea who this guy was. He was some big bulvan. That's mamish the way the Noida Yehuda describes him. And I don't know, I mean, it wasn't your husband? She says, no, it wasn't my husband. It was, I don't know, someone else. Meaning, this get happened all your day, shliach. says, yeah, I never, I didn't see my husband. I haven't seen him in 11 years. It wasn't him. It happened through a shliach. Said the Noida Yehuda, Rebbeinah Damakula. If that's the case, we have to revisit this whole story. He said, why? He says, I was under the impression that the husband was the one that gave you the get. If the husband gave you the get, you're divorced. Now, the question is, were they over on the Chayim Dabin Gershim? Was he not over the Chayim Dabin Gershim? You were in Averis Adas. You were in Averis Adas. There was a Tomo. You got a get. What should I do? You're divorced. But if you're telling me that you were divorced, I'm not so posh anymore. Because you were not in Averis Adas. That's an Averis Adas. A Bezin tells you to come. This is what the Ramah meant. And he said, If that's the case, exactly what did Rabbeinu Gershon accomplish? Because all you need is three people, three Hedyotis. They could decide they're a Bezin. They'll be Mazman every Isha to Din. She's going to refuse to go. She'll have a din of an Averis Adas and you'll divorce her. Balkarcha. So there's no way, said the Noida Yehuda, that this is what Rabbeinu Gershon had in mind when he gave a carve out for an Averis Adas. Ramah doesn't mean this. There's no way in the world. So I never thought you were an Averis Adas, but I held you were a Mugureshis anyways. But if it happened, a whole different Indian. And the reason it's a whole different Indian is because it comes out that the Shliach might have, and not might have, I think, for sure, but for sure might have done an Avera when he gave you the get. Because he was over on the Cherem de Rabbeinu Gershon. And if he did an Avera, ain't Shliach Edvar Avera. And if ain't Shliach Edvar Avera, you never got to get. And if you never got to get, you're an Eish And I think then you're still married. Now what was the night who they're trying to accomplish by saying that she's still married? He wanted all the back taxes. He wanted to go back 11 years, literally. You are Mazoinus, you are the Ksuba, because she had a dinner in Averis Adas, he never even gave her a Ksuba. So he literally came up, they had a whole regime of a lot of money, you know, tack on penalties and mices and zachin. This was a big number. And that's what he wanted. Now, if you just said, you're an Ashish, you were never divorced, he owes you a lot of money, he's being over another Chaim Rabbein Gershom right now by being married to another woman, and the Noid just sat down. And with his golden pen, he wrote a tshuva saying that there is no question in the world that this woman is an HSH. Why? Because being that the Gerishin happened all yudei shliach, the ein shliach ledvar averus, it comes out the husband never gave her a get. Some bulvan gave her a get. Abinish the husband. And because it wasn't the husband, so therefore this woman is not going to be Magureshes. After the night who wrote this tshuva. So again, this whole controversy had died down a decade earlier, but it made a very, very big tumult. And many Rabbanim came to the defense of Rabbi Yeshua Heschel, who already had a family now, who Beroisham, his famous uncle. And his famous uncle was Rabbi Yitzchak Mehamburg, famously known as Rabbi Yitzchakol Hamburger. So he was the Rav of the triple community, the Hamburger Rav, and he came to defend his nephew, and said that, I think the Neid Yehuda is making a very, very big mistake. Now, when we went through this raid, like the first time we spoke about the relationship between the Neid Yehuda and Rebitzel Gohamagar, it's important to hazard it over because when Be'ezah Hashem tomorrow we get into the drama between the two Mechatanim, it's Niflin, Nevel. 
just gave away the punchline. They were mechutanim. The night had a son, Yakivka, or I was corrected once, Yakivka. But Al Kapanim, the night had a son, Yakivka, who was married to Rabitzikal Hamburger's daughter. So they were mechutanim. They were also chavrusas. They both learned together in the famous clothes and broad, and they knew each other very, very well. But Rabitzikal Hamburger took a very, very different position that did the Neide Yehuda, and he wrote a tshuva to go connect the Neide Yehuda. Now, in his tshuva, he attacked the Neide Yehuda's tshuva on many, many fronts. The two most notable fronts, as it relates to what we need, is number one, you're assuming that Ein Shlich Advar applies to Cherim de Rabbeinu how do you know? Maybe it applies to Dine de Raisa, maybe even to Dine de Rabbanon. Does a Cherim de Rabbeinu Gershin fall into the category of what we would consider a Dvar Avera as it relates to Ein Shlich Dvar Avera? Now you'll tell me, Divrei Rab, Divrei Atama, Divrei Mishayman. But there is a Svarah to say that maybe it doesn't apply to all Averas. And if that's the case, maybe it doesn't apply to Acher. But this is, of course, the Neid of Yudol Shitasa, who through Adish Chuvahs and Baruch Hashem, we've had the Schosas and Chaburah to learn through several of them, held that the Cherim de Rabbeinu Gershom had a din of a Deiraisa based on the Ramban Sefer Mishpatei Acherim, Fatvarim Atikim. But the bottom line is this was one of the Pikpukim on the Chuvah of the Neid of Yudol. But the other one that's most relevant, Rabbi Itzikal Hamburger Tainit, Neid of Yehuda, you're making a huge Hanach. You're saying, that if ain't shlich advar avera, then if the gerishin happened on yadei avera, that means that the gerishin is nitkain gerishin. Who said that? Mechatesi. I think ain't shlich advar avera means one thing and one thing only. I think it means that if somebody sends a shliach to do an avera, then the avera belongs to the shliach, and it doesn't transfer back to the mishaleach. But if there was some Kenyan of sorts that took place at the time that the Aveiru was taken, Avada for that you have the Algemeinah Klal of Shluchai Shaladam Kamaisai. So Noniach, she was, he was over the Cherem Darabin Gershim. And Noniach ain't Shluch Advar Aveiru. But that just means that the Shluch is the one that's going to have patch, Dina Rabba, Dina Zuta, for being over the Cherem Darabin Gershim. And for sure the Mishnah doesn't have that Isser. But as it relates to the Gerushim being Chal? Who said that Ein Shliach the Dvar means that the Gerushim is not going to be Chal? And this was the core of the Machloikis between the Noi Dib Yehuda and Rav Itzel Hamagar. So again, you can go through these chuvas and get very excited with the drama. There's nothing to talk about. It's very high-end as far as drama goes. But at the end of the day, when the Noi Dib Yehuda and Rav Itzel Hamagar are fighting, quote-unquote, it's Melcham Teshal and as we spoke about in the last raid by the Uz, as Vayv Basufa. But the point is, this is what it was, and this is what they were arguing about. They were mamish arguing in the Sugi of Ein Shlech Does Ein Shlech merely mean that the Avera, the Schar Avera, doesn't go over Bishlichus, or does it mean that the Gantz Shlichus is bottle of Vifel, is an Avera here? And if that's the case, if the Gerushin happened by Avera, not only does the Avera not go to the Mishalech, but the Gerushin also is not going to go over to the Mishalech. Now, if you go through the truth of the Noi Debi Yehuda, the Noi Debi Yehuda, Kedarke Bakoydesh, it's so clear, it's so systematic, he makes his point in Boktse, and he lets you know exactly where he's coming from. And really, it's based primarily primarily on a Taisvis. And it's really a Mephurisha Taisvis. It's a Taisvis and a Sechtis Bava Metziah Daf In other words, this Grace of Chiddush from the Noi Debi Yehuda as we're about to see in one second, it's really a Mephurisha Taisvis. And really, it's Kedai to understand this Taisvis and go through this Gemara here in Bava Metziah Daf Yudah because you can't learn the Sugi of Eishlech of Aravera without at least giving a shout out to this very, very important Gemara in Perek Shnayim So the Gemara over there 
is discussing Kenyan Chatzar. We know that Chatzar is Shaladim Right? A person's Chatzar can be kind on his behalf. And the Gemara has a Shaila. How does Kenyan Chatzar work? The Lamdis Rabbit. Chatzar works me din shlichus, or does Chatzar work me din yad? Says the Gemara. It's Pashit, L'chayra, that Chatzar works me din yad. How could you say that Chatzar works me shum shlichus? Me ikramando amar Chatzar me shum shlichus, says Rabbi. But Daniel, we learned to the Bryce, it says in Himotse Timotse, Hageneva, Biyode Hageneva, that if somebody's a Ganev, and the Geneva is found in his hand, so he's, high, he's liable for anything that a Ganev is liable for. From the words Himotse Timotse, we learn that not only can a person be a Ganev if he literally steals with his hands, but if a person steals with his chutzer, whatever the case is, that will make him a Ganev as well. Says the Gemara, if you're going to tell me that chutzer works, Misham Shlichos, so how could you tell me you could be a Ganev all your day, chutzer? Ain't Shlichos, but Vaira Vaira, Festa Kashas, Gemara's Kashim Babuzi, Adafiur on the base. And the Gemara says two terutsim. Amr Ravina, Ravina said, it's true, ain't Shlichos, Vaira Vaira. And it's true, chutzer's Misham Shlichos. And it's true, you can be a Ganev all your day, chutzer. How's it all possible? Hey, Chamri, ain't Shlichos, Vaira Vaira. When do we say ain't Shlichos, Vaira Vaira? Hey, Chamri, ain't That's if the Shliach is a Bar Chiyuva. So if the Shliach, the Shliach is Chayiv and Mitzvahs, then ain't Shlichos Vaira Vaira. Avo Bechatz at Lab Bar Chiyuva, Mechayiv Shalchay. But being that a Chatz is not a Bar Chiyuva, so over there, it doesn't pass ain't Shlichos Vaira Vaira. So, Rashi, what's the Svaru of Ravina? It's possible. Because why ain't Shlichos Vaira Vaira? Divir Rabbi, Divir Atama, Divir Mishaymim. Meaning, Shliach, why are you listening to me? Listen to the Bar Yoyla. So you have to be a Bar Chiyuva. If you're not a Bar Chiyuva, you're not going to have that far. So Chatz is not a Bar Chiyuva, so Chatz is going to be a Rav Sama. Rav Sama said a second terror. Hey, Chamin, Ein Shlichel Varavera. When do we say Ein Shlichel Varavera? Hey, Chidi Boy Yavid, Boy Yavid. That's if the Shlich has Bechira. I could have done it, I could have not done it. Avul Chatz, the Malkarche, Moisiba. But a Chatz doesn't have a vote. So therefore, Mechayev Shalch. And again, what's the Svar? It's the same Svar. It's all about Divir Rav, Divir Tamad, Divir Shalch. You should listen. I didn't have a vote. So. The Gemara says two terutsim to answer this kasha. Ravina's terutz and Rav Sama's terutz. Ravina said the reason you could be a ganev al yedei chotzer agam chotzer mishum shlichos and agam ein shlichot varavera is because the only time you say ein shlichot varavera is if the shlichot bar chiyuba chotzer not a bar chiyuba. Rav Sama said similar but not the same. He said that the reason you could have geneva al yedei chotzer agam chotzer mishum shlichos and agam ein shlichot varavera is because. The only time you say in Shlich is if the Shlich is about Bechira, and being that the Chatzar has no free will, it's for that reason, over there there's going to be Shlich even if it's a Dvar Avera. Says the Gemara, Bye What's the Nafgamina? Ravina said a Chahin, Rav Sama said a They're both coming from the same general global Svara. If you understand why in Shlich so this makes sense, that makes sense. There must be some Nafgamina here, why each one of the G'dayli Amayram in Beis Medrash was fighting for his position. So says the Gemara, my Benayo. So the Gemara says two nafkeminas. We need the first. Ike Benayo says the Gemara, Koyin the Amalei Yisrael, a Koyin who told the Yisrael, say the Kaddishli Isha Grusha. So a Koyin wants to get married to a Grusha, not allowed to. He was Mekaddish the Grusha Ayde Shliach, Ish Mekaddish Bari B'Shluchai. The Shliach was not a Koyin. He was a Yisrael. So the question is, did the Koyin do an Avera or did the Koyin not do an Avera? Meaning, do we say or do we say If Ravina's right, that the reason by Chatzar there is Shliach Ledvar is because a Chatzar is not a Bar Chiyuva, Yisrael is also not a Bar Chiyuva. 
Yisrael doesn't have an iser to be Makadosh or Grusha. Koyin has an iser to be Makadosh or Grusha. If, however, the reason by Chatzar we say Shleichet Varavera is because the Chatzar is not a Baal Bechira, Yisrael is a Baal Bechira. And if that's the case, by this Yisrael, you're going to say Ein Shleichet Varavera. So the Gemara says, you want to know what the Nafkimin is between Ravina and Rav Sam? Again, critical Gemara. The Nafkimin would be this case. If a Koyin would appoint a Shleich to be Makadosh a Grusha, and the Shliach would be a Yisrael. Would you say, ain't Shliach of Aravera, or would you not? That's the Nafkimina between Ravina and Rav Sama here in the Gemara. It's Shnai Moichs and Dafyudam and Beis. That's the Gemara that we need. Frey Toisvis, two kashas. We need the second kasha. The Im Toimar, my Nafkimina. I still don't know the Nafkimina. I'm not sure what the Nafkimina is with regards to whether you would apply Ravina's Svara, Rav Sama's Svara, to the Koyan that wants to be Makadash a Grusha, Al Yudeo Yisrael Shliach. Why? Because Rava said in Perakasar Yuxin, the Kamon, Kedushan Dafayin Chesamid Aleph, that if a Koyin is Mekadesh Agrusha, Enoi Loika. Doesn't get Malkus. Rava's Lashin was, Kidesh Enoi Loika, Ba'al Loika. If you're Mekadesh Agrusha, you don't get Malkus. Only if you're Ba'al do you get Malkus. And being that there's no Malkus, so there's no Dvaravera anyways. So if there's no Dvaravera anyways, so what's the big deal? I don't understand why we're having this conversation. There's no Malkus. So if there's no Malkus, there's no problem. Now, the emphasis is like this. If we were learning Tesis properly now, we would say, just because there's no Malkus, it means there's no Avera. There's no Malkus. But Lechari and Avera, there is. And this is a very good Kasha, but not for now. But this is Tesis Kasha. Tesis Kasha is that Avifel Kidesh Enoi Loika. So then why is it that there's even a conversation of Shleich Advar Avera? Lechari Kidesh Enoi Loika. And Tesis has two Terutzim. Tesis first Terut is a Chiddush. That even though Rava said Kidesh Enoi Loika, but kibaal achakach loika afal kedusha, meaning kidesh enoi loika. But baal loika for the beilah and for the kedusha. So it's not true kidesh enoi loika. Kidesh enoi loika in real time. But at the same time, if he was baal afterwards, then he's going to get malchus for the kedusha as well. So it comes out there is then a shaila. This is a sugi of. Malkus, and if it's a sugi of Malkus, that's why this is an appropriate nafkamin and the shneilo of shliach advaravir. But then Tais has another teretz. Inami yeshloimar, or you could say the afle rava. Even though it's true, rava holds kidesh eneloika. But at the same time, nafkamina, there still is a nafkamina. The e yesh shlichos chalan akedushin. The e ain't shlichos ain't chalan akedushin. You know what the nafkamina is? Nafkamina is not Malkus. because you're right, kidesh eneloika. But there is an avera. You spoke that out. There is an Avera. So you want to know what the Nafkimin of Yesh Shliach, Ein Shliach is? Not the Malkus. And the Chanami, because Kidei Shein like anyways. The Nafkimin is whether the Kedushin is Chal or whether the Kedushin is Nachal. If you say Ein Shliach Advar Avera, so then there's no Kedushin. If you say Yesh Shliach Advar Avera, then there is going to be a Kedushin. So you have a situation where there is no Malkus. So Toysus didn't understand if there's no Einish. There's nothing in this world that chapsach and afkamin is. Who cares? Yeshlech einshlech. That's toisus. Just because there's no einish, that means it doesn't matter. Yeshlech einshlech. There's still an afkamin. Are they married or not? If yeshlech advaravera, then then he's married. And if einshlech advaravera, that means he's not married. So said the noyde biyud. It's a mafurish toisus. It's a mafurish toisus. Toisus says mafurish that if einshlech advaravera, it doesn't just mean that the avera doesn't transfer over. What it means is that the whole chalos is not chal because toisus says that the whole hechatims in this gemara. Here above Mitzia, the Yudah on the base of Koyin, the Amalei, the Israel, say the Kaddish, the Ishakusha, there is no Nafkamin of Malkus. The only Nafkamin is, is there a Kedushin or is there no Kedushin? That is why we're talking about this because that's all we need to know. There is nothing else to know. 
whether he did an Avera and Shemayim, they'll figure that out. The only thing that matters is whether there's a Kedushin, there's not a Kedushin. And the Gemara clearly said that if you yesh lechad Avera is a dark Kedushin, or more importantly, if you yesh lechad Avera, this is not going to be a Kedushin. So said the night of Yehuda that my grace of Kedush really is a Mephurish of Taisus. Now, now Yehuda said, I know you're going to tell me it's the second Peretz of Taisus. It's not the first Peretz of Taisus. So which Peretz of Taisus is the Ikka? The first Peretz or the second Peretz? So, I am the raid bite from last night. But the point is that there's two terutz of a taisvis. How do you know which terutz of taisvis is the ikker? It says the night of Yehuda, shtei tshuvah bedavar. The first tshuvah, says the night of Yehuda, is that, what was Tais' first terutz? Tais' first terutz was that, although Rava said, ki loika, but Rava said ba loika. And what Rava meant when he said ba loika was, ba loika, afala kedusha. He says, if you open up a Rambam in Yad Chazaka, the Rambam paskins like Rav Kidesh and Eloike, Vafilu Baal and Eloike Ala Kedusha. Which means the Rambam would be forced to answer Toysus Kasha only with the second Tarets. Because in the Rambam's world, he doesn't have the first Tarets of Toysus. So if that's the case, in Toysus, yeah, they had two Mahalchem. But in the world of the Rambam, there only is one Eitzah. But besides, says the Night of Yehuda, anytime you see two Terutzim and a Toysus, you have to know where the machloikis is between the two terutzim of the Toysus. And what exactly is it about Toysus' second terutz that Toysus didn't like in the first terutz? And what exactly is it about Toysus' first terutz that didn't like in the second terutz? Right? We always say this, that if Toysus' first terutz is based on five hanachis and Toysus' second terutz is based on five hanachis, it's not mistaber that the two terutzim are arguing on all five hanachis. They might just be arguing on one of the five hanachis. And as a result, you have no choice but to say another terutz. But says the Neu Yehuda, it's Pasha to me, that if Toysus is done for such a double Pasha in his Inami, that ain't Shlichet Varavir means that the Shlichet is Nachal, I can't imagine that Tyson the first Tarot sees the world of Shlichas in a completely different way. Elamai, what are they arguing? So I ain't Benoit Yehuda, he explains it to Tuftam. But the bottom line is, says the Noida Yehuda, I know it's only Tyson's second Tarot, but I'm telling you, it's Tyson's first Tarot also. And because of what the Noida Yehuda saw as an often a Tyson's in Shas, and this is a Tyson's that's prime real estate, Shnayim Moichsen, Betalis, Bava Metzia, Yudam Ebez. One of the most important Taisvises. We've been saying that a lot lately. But the bottom line is that this is a very, very critical Taisvis. But Taisvis said, He said, It's partial what I'm saying. He doesn't understand the Rash Godel that everybody's making a bad his Chiddush as if no one ever heard this Chiddush in their life. It's the Mephorish. I tell you, Tommy, because it's too Terutzim. I'm not impressed from that. Again, I'm telling it to you, but kids and Nimritz. But the bottom line is, this is what the Naidi Behuda said. So Naidi Behuda said, when he heard that Vitcha was divorced, Al Shliach, says, oh, that changes the whole story. Because that's already now a question of maybe the Gerishin didn't even happen. What do you mean? Maman of Shach? No, Maman of Shach. Because if it happened on day Shliach and she was not in Averis Adas, that means he was over the Cherem de Rabbeinu Gerishin and that means in Shliach and Aveira and that means not only that the Mishaleach is not the one that was over the Cherem de Rabbeinu Gerishin versus Negea, Dina Rabbin, Dina Zuta but it means more than that. It means also that the Gerishin never happened and if that's the case, she's an Asian sister and he owes her a lot of money. But the bottom line is, this is what the night Yehuda said. The Bitzchel Hamburger was chaylik biyasoyit. Mamish, he vehemently argued with the night of Yehuda. He saw it completely differently. Rabbi Bitzchel Hamburger brought many, many, many rayas to his position. The night of Yehuda fought off every single one of those rayas. What the rayas were, lakan lakan, that will be Be'ezra Hashem tomorrow's raid. Another thing we're going to talk about tomorrow is that there was one gadol, a 
contemporary of the Neid of Yehuda and Rabbi Tzakal Hamburger, who came in as a Kosov Ashlishi and Machriya Veneim. It's a Gadol that we've all heard of, and Ezra Hashem will talk about Rabbi Tzakal Hamburger Shita, the Neid of Yehuda Shita, some of the Raya's Lakan Lakan, and then the great Machriya in terms of how to be Poshet, this very basic fundamental Shiloh in Ein Shliach Udvaravim.